Welcome back to All Chat, the only League of Legends esports podcast that brings you the latest highlights from all four major regions every week, except this week, where we only have highlights from two of the major regions, because we got breaks for two of the regions. Uh, my name is Jack Dawes. I'm joined by Grayson Yada. Let's talk about some League of Legends. Oh, yeah. So down, Jack. Let's there get was into only it. two regions going, the LPL and the LCK, but... There's a lot of pretty crazy stuff that happened this week, so I'm ready to talk about all of it. Let's jump in. Yeah, we had a break for the LCS, and then the LEC just finished up playoffs. So uh, what do you got for me? Let's jump in. Yeah, so starting off with the LPL, I mean, there's a lot going on. I feel like all the games were kind of in different directions. There weren't really a lot of favorites that were taking their games. Um, yeah. Just for starters, I feel like we've been talking about LNG every single week. <laughs> but I don't know if they can turn these turn this thing around, man. They're currently sitting at two and six. That an zero and three week and a half uh, since coming back from the lunar break. That's but crazy. They look bad, dude. It's tough. Yeah. They, uh, they played FPX, Top Esports, and Nip, and they lost all three of them. So to their credit, I mean. Nip has continued to look good. I want to ask you about them in a little bit. Uh -huh. And we know top esports is going to be a contender. Like they, they look like one of the teams that's going to be at the top the whole time. Mm -hmm. So to their credit, they've lost to two pr pretty top tier teams in my mind, at least. Uh, the FPX one is a little surprising maybe, but I've also, I've been hearing about Milky Way, their jungler for yeah. FPX uh, and how crazy he's been going. So Maybe that's not as surprising, but I mean, with like with this LNG roster, it's so hard. We talked about them being frauds, and it's so hard to not think that because with this roster that they have, I mean, this team essentially went to Worlds last year, mm -hmm. and now they're bottom three or something. Yeah, two and six does not have them. I think that is like bottom three right now. That's insane. Yeah, they uh, so they played FPX. Just talking about FPX really quick. They look, yeah. they look really good. Um, they actually went three and zero this week, and they beat Top Esports as well. I but, saw that. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, but LNG Hong is back. They they subbed out Mark. Oh, they brought Hong back against Top Esports. Yeah, so Hong was playing versus Top, and then versus Nip as well. But I don't know. And it didn't they matter. Just, they just <laughs> suck, dude. Like, they, they look so discombobulated. Like, I look at this team, and I'm like, these guys were the LPL finalists last year in summer. Like, this was the team that could have stopped the Golden Road before yeah. Worlds even started. And, I like, I'm starting to think maybe they need Tarzan back. Like, I don't know what the problem is. But, yeah, they just look rough. Their their early games have been rough. Their macro play is decent, but other teams just seem to capitalize on all their mistakes like super well. And it's every team. I mean, like at one point last year during Worlds, I had like my money on these guys to be potentially getting to grand finals. Mm -hmm. I, I lost faith in Gen G and I was like, okay, these guys might make it to grand finals at one point. Yeah. And I mean, that didn't happen, obviously, but the, just the fall from grace is insane because I don't even like I don't even have a low opinion of Weiwei. Like you mentioned bringing Tarzan back in yeah. the jungle. I don't even have like a low opinion of Weiwei. I've, I've had a pretty high opinion of Weiwei for a while now. Me too. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Is this just like super team syndrome? Is that they just bring in a bunch of players from but it's like 
they're not even bringing in players from like all over the place. They like yeah. barely made changes. Yeah, I mean, now that Hong's back, it's literally just Weiwei. You know, that's the only yeah. piece that's different. So I I really don't know what's going on with this team, but they have not looked very good. On the flip side though, FPX has looked really good. They that's they looked, what I've heard. Yeah. So Milky Way has looked pretty unreal. And the biggest thing for them is they're really decisive in their shot calling. And mm. they play a lot of unconventional bot picks. Uh, so it's kind of like thrown back to the Doin V days where everything weird <laughs> was mid. Yeah. Like they're playing a lot of like Swain, Swain bot. Uh, like they're pulling out a lot of the non-meta. Like they played an MF game against top esports. Interesting. Um, yeah, just, just a lot of like random different things that I think are kind of surprising teams. Yeah, because okay, so Duck Dom and Life both came from the LCK this mm -hmm. year, right? Yeah. Were they known for that kind of stuff in the LCK? That's not mm -hmm. my memory of them. Not really. So Duck Dom was on DRX last year, and then Life was on HLE. And yeah. Life was like honestly one of the weaker pieces on that HLE team, and Duck yeah. Dom he's kind of fallen from grace from when he was on D plus. So I don't know. Maybe it's just like this LPL resurgence for them. Uh, but I, I it's don't just know. so it's... wild because I think of Duck Dom in life as like a pretty like standard. Like in the LCK, they were like e even when they were their high points, they were kind of just like standard, maybe like middle of the pack yeah. players in their roles. And so you hear them coming in and like shaking up the meadow with like these crazy bot picks. That's not something I would expect at all from two like middle of the pack LCK players coming over to the lpl that's that's wild yeah i i think fpx is definitely turning some heads uh i really don't have too much else to say from them because i'm not convinced by them entirely but they are getting it done so i don't know I, i'm curious to see how they're going to be doing in the future yeah. um i was looking at their strength of schedule and it did seem like they were beating teams that were like pretty far down the the standings mm -hmm. so it, i mean aside from the top esports win yeah um i mean they beat they beat lng but like now we don't know LNG? about lng <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then the the rest of the teams they beat seemed like i mean they, they beat lgd who's like kind of middle of the pack right now it, mm -hmm. it seems like a lot of their wins have come over kind of middling teams for the most part so i'm kind of with you i'm not 100 percent convinced by them i'm on the hype train a little bit um, I've heard a lot of talk about them uh -huh. this past week and or two weeks or so, uh, and I, I'm a bit on the hype train, but I'm also not fully convinced by them yet. Yeah, you just you just brought up LGD. I have a little thing about them. Sure. So they love playing three games in a series. <laughs> so six out of their eight series have gone to three games. Uh, wow, which is really interesting because I mean, if they convert the so a lot of them have been losses uh yeah. they they've only had two series at a 2-0 loss to nip and then a 2-0 win over edg okay. but it really doesn't matter who the other team is like they had two on losses to ig fpx jdg team we who is another team that's kind of rising up yeah. the ranks and then al which is like a bottom tier team and then they had a 2-1 right. win over up so it's like wow it's weird but like, are they close? Are they close to, like, being a, a legit team? Because they're technically one away from taking series wins in all these series. 
and they're yeah. sitting at two and six right now, but they could potentially be seven and one. <laughs> wow. So they're like taking games off of top teams, but they're also losing games to bottom teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's they're, wild. They're taking it to three games and they never close it out, but they're at least taking one game. Yeah. And that's interesting. Yeah. It's like if they convert those, are they going to start streaking? I, I yeah. just don't know. I, I don't think they're a very good team, but the fact that it's against pretty strong opponents, uh, you never know. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't get over this thing that some LPL teams have played. Like, Nip has played eight games, and mm-hmm. JDG has played five. I mean, series, not games. Yeah. Nip has played eight series, and JDG has played five. I yeah, still can't get over that. That's like It's the weirdest thing. It's so bizarre because it's not even like within one series. Like it's one thing if it was like Nip has played seven series and JDG has played six or something. It's like, okay, 17 teams. I get it. There's going to be something sometimes like that. But it's wild to me that you can have like a full three series separating these teams. Yeah, that's what makes it so hard to kind of rank these guys too. Especially all these teams are pulling out upsets or not all of them, but there's a good amount of upsets going on throughout the LPL. And yeah. it kind of feels like anyone can beat anyone at any given point based on what we've seen so far. Like, Except EDG. And then they have, <laughs> they finally got their first win, but other than that. <laughs> yeah, they, they did finally get their first win. Poor JJ. He was trying to carry them so hard. And as soon as he gets subbed out, did an injury. <laughs> Monkey. Oh, is that in. what happened? Yeah. So he fell and hit his head at the hotel after they went 0-6 or whatever. Oh, my gosh. And then the very next series, uh, all the subs back in, Monkey subs in for for JJ, and they 2-0 AL. <laughs> so, got to feel well, bad for JJ a little bit, because JJ was trying yeah. his ass off to carry this team out of the gutter, get this yeah. get this team their first win. And right That's now, he's so bad. 0% win rate. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's brutal. Um, but you're right though about what you were saying before that like there's a fat middle of the pack in the mm-hmm. LPL like there's just a ton of teams that are within like one win of each other or or two wins or something like that and it does feel like there's a lot of teams who can beat any team pretty much yeah so, there's I mean look at look at IG right they yeah BLG and that was like pretty convincing 2-0 as well that and was one of the series I actually watched, and that was that was a crazy series. Yeah, I mean, I they thought BLG them. was going to be like this untouchable team, right? I think everybody yeah. did, and then IG comes in and just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they no, go it's... and lose to Team We. <laughs> It, so. it really like they're so much more anyone can beat anyone than I expected. It's like LCS levels of anyone can beat anyone in the LPL yeah. right now. And it's crazy because there's 17 teams. Yeah. So yeah. there really is this huge middle ground. Obviously, there's there's like your top three, but I I would say like even anyone could beat those top three teams based on what we've seen so far. Yeah. So it's, I'm it's really pretty cool seeing what's going on over in the LPL. I'm interested to see how it's going to shake out at the end. Yeah. See, see who's going to go to Worlds, who's going to go to MSI. Yeah. And I know you wanted to, to hear a little bit about NIP. Yeah. Um, so they look solid. 
Aki looks really good. Rookie, rookie is rookie now. Like in their match against LNG, it was definitely a closer match. It, it ended up going two one nip, but like Scout looked fraudulent. He should be the carry <laughs> of, of LNG, but yeah. Nip just capitalized on everything. Uh, you know, any mistake that LNG had, it was basically okay. We're gonna win the game off of that, and it didn't really matter. Like LNG's early game looked a little rough too. So, I don't know. I, I'm not an analyst. I'm just giving my two cents. But yeah. I, I think Nip is one of the top four teams right now in the LPL. Okay. So, yeah. I, I might be wrong about this. But I want to say, in the first few episodes that we did, you were pretty hesitant on Nip. And you thought that they were kind of just good because of the teams that they had already played. And that they would start to fall off. And that you didn't think that they were one of the top teams. Mm-hmm. So, are, are you going back or not going back on it, but have they changed your mind now? Do you think that they're legit a top team or do you think that they're still unproven? Uh, okay. Here's the thing. They're consistent. And I think okay. that's one of the biggest things in league of legends is having a consistent mm. roster and a consistent team. Yeah. Like they're never fully out of games. I feel like, and I think that's one of the biggest things for them. Um, they definitely have changed my mind a little bit. I thought strength of schedule was a factor working for them. But, yeah. I mean, they're beating decent teams now. I mean, I still think LNG is a, is a good team, you know? Like, yeah. it, for, them to, for them to beat LNG, because LNG right now is fighting to get some games back, right? Or some series back. And so, you know, they're trying to play NIP as hard as they can. And for NIP to just kind of shut them down and continue on their streak right now. I'm starting to be a little more convinced by them for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. that's another team that I am excited to see where they end up at the end because mm-hmm. I was really excited about them coming into the LPL. I like the look of their roster a lot. I know for any like I will dominate fans out there, um, seeing Shanji and uh, what Shanji and Aki on this team mm-hmm. uh, with Brookie is pretty exciting. So I just thought this was going to be an entertaining roster coming in and to see them like at the top of the table right now, I think that's pretty sick. So I, I don't know if I'm, I, I'm not like a huge Nip fan or anything, but it's, it's cool to see them succeeding and I'm excited to see where they end up. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That's, that's most of what I have from the LPL. Honestly, all, right. all the matches have been really entertaining though. I mean, you had the JDG BLG match. That was yeah. a banger. Uh, last, even last night, top esports versus fpx like that series literally came down to top esports went for baron they traded baron for nexus <laughs> <laughs> the, and, the league of legends classic oh yeah oh yeah but yeah. it was like fully top esports team to win but that goes back to fpx's like decisive uh playmaking right their shot calling yeah. like they knew that top esports was getting baron and they just rushed nexus so it's it's so interesting to see how all these different teams play and all their different identities. Yeah. And it's cool to see how some of these identities clash and work against each other. And all these different identities on all these different teams match up in different ways, which is super cool. And that's yeah. start like we're starting to see how uh, certain teams are beating other teams just because of that. That's cool. Okay, well b- before we we end off on the LPL, one quick uh, spur of the moment, I'm going to ask you this point blank. Uh-huh. Uh who are the two, two, three, two? Who are the two teams making MSI from the LPL? Ooh, all right, easy answer: BLG. Yeah, <laughs> you, I mean, you have to have them there. I would, yeah. I would think. 
I, I think they're pretty much a lock okay. as far as a complete team goes. They are the most complete team for sure. I, I would say that's probably a lock for me as well. If I was going to pick two teams, I think they would a hundred percent have to be there. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the second team, that's so hard. Isn't I feel it? like it's a toss up between top esports JDG and Nip or even IG. Yeah. Uh, it's so hard to pick out of those four. But if I'm going to go with yeah. my gut, I'm just going to say JDG makes it. Uh, you heard you heard it here first. Um, yeah. If if Grayson's wrong about this, come for him in the comments down the line. <laughs> <laughs> Timestamp this. Uh, you know, take a clip of it. So when MSI comes up, we can make fun of him if he's wrong. <laughs> My takes have not been have not been very uh, very good as of late. They, so <laughs> they haven't hit super hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Give it. Give it a month or two, and we'll see yeah. where we're at. <laughs> I I think those are those are fair picks though, because I I'm totally with you. I think it's BLG as a lock, and then it's a total toss up between Nip, uh, IG, Top, and JDG. And yeah, there's absolutely like arguments that you can make for some over others, but I really do think any of those teams could be the other one. I, I it'd be a little harder for me to see a, a, another team um making it over one of those yeah yeah but for sure out of those teams that we just listed I, it's gonna I be two out of those them. five for sure yeah <laughs> i think yeah. yeah that's what i think too yeah, yeah. with you <laughs> uh speaking of teams and you know things like that we <laughs> that was an awesome our... <laughs> segue you killed that that was great speaking, speaking of teams, of teams. <laughs> good we stuff. mentioned in the previous ep- or previous episode that yeah. we are doing a draft jack and i've been in the lab cooking up some drafts um is and... it burnt or or are we cooking that's the question <laughs> i don't know fire alarm might be going off in mine but we'll see <laughs> yeah but uh for those of you who weren't here last week uh we basically decided to do this draft style competition to see who's going to come up with a better draft uh, based on a team that could win worlds. And the stipulations for this draft are we can only pick three players total out of the LCK and the LPL. And then the other two must be from the LEC or LCS. Uh, None of the players can be former worlds winners. Uh, And is there anything else? I think that's it. No, I yeah. think that, that that's pretty much it. So, so we're it's yeah, just we're draft be... style. We're gonna go back and forth. I won the the coin toss, the actually <laughs> we did rock, paper, scissors, and I, I won that. So I get first pick. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's about it. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. I cooked up a pretty interesting team. I don't know what Jack has in store, but I hope it doesn't <laughs> take any of my, my picks. <laughs> I am like so not confident in my in my picks <laughs> there's a method to my madness but it feels a lot like madness so yeah <laughs> uh we're gonna see how this one goes i i went into this like into the planning section or the session for this and i was like so confident that i was going to be able to smash this and then as soon as i started actually looking the, the really hard part is three players from the LCK and the LPL and then two coming from the LEC or the LCS. Uh, that's, that's what makes it really hard mm-hmm. because all of a sudden you have to prioritize where you're picking players from. And 
I, I don't know. It's it it gets really tough really quick to judge like individual player level, especially when you can't pick world's winners too. Yeah. Because you can't just go, oh, I'm gonna take ruler or something, right? Yeah. Like well, I'm I want just gonna Faker take first pick. Yeah, I want I want Faker. Like you, you can't just take the best players in the world like right off the bat. There are some really good picks that are still open, but you can't just take ruler or faker or whatever and call it a day and just say oh they're going to carry me it, it, you got to put a little more thought into it so yeah fire alarms might be going off in uh, both houses <laughs> yeah this. are we jumping in yeah so who who do you have for your first overall pick in the annual or the inaugural <laughs> all chat draft all chat draft okay so i i think man i i'm still like as we're talking, trying to figure out what, what exactly my strategy is here. But I think I'm going to go, oh man, I don't, I like almost want you to go first <laughs> so that I, I have some idea of, of what the, the strategy is, but, but I'll, I'll lock one in. I'm going to okay. go, I'm going to go Chovy. My first pick is going to be Chovy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to lock him in. All righty. Well, I'm going to lock in another player from genji then right off oh. of that i'm taking okay. K's in the yeah. bot yeah <laughs> yeah that's a that's a good pick i had him on my list as well yeah okay i can see how this is gonna go now i'm gonna start <laughs> trading a little bit yeah. so okay that was a good pick so now here's the tough part i'm i think i'm gonna go jungle here i oh, think okay. i'm gonna go jungle and i think i'm gonna go oh man i'm gonna go yike you're gonna yike, okay. I'm gonna go yike. I'm I'm gonna use one of my my two LCS LEC picks, and I'm gonna go yike. Okay. Then, let's see. I'm gonna go. All right. Since you took jungle, and that that helps me a lot, I'm gonna go okay. straight up to the top lane. I'm taking Bin. Ah! <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. It was, it was Bin or three six nine. That was. Yep. It was. It was going to be a trade, and I think we both probably had been first three nine <laughs> second. Yeah, uh, I should have gone for it, but I, you know, I think that they're close enough in in level that I'm not too upset by that. Mm -hmm. But that was a good pick. Yeah, that was a good snipe. I'm guessing you're going to end up having three six nine at some point in the rest I, of this draft. Then I think that's a that's a good guess, unless you're yeah. you're sniping <laughs> him and and putting him support or something. I don't know. Um, Okay, so because of that, I'm gonna. Oh man, see, this is where it's like, I don't, I don't know. This, this is where I'm gonna, I'm gonna run support now, just okay. so that I get a, a priority pick on this. I'm gonna go Mickey X. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I. It's so hard for me to judge. Support ended up being the hardest one for me. Okay. It it, it felt like I honestly almost ended up going with an LCK or LPL support mm -hmm. because I it's so hard for me to tell like who out of they the LEC up. and yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I agree. It, it seems like it could be a big difference. I was thinking maybe I need to go on, maybe I need to go missing, maybe delight, mm -hmm. but I, I think I just prioritize. I, I cared about my solo lanes and my, my AD a little bit more than I did junk. I, I felt like jungle and support, there was options in the LCS and <laughs> LEC you could take. So who are you going? Uh, I'm going to go straight to the mid lane here, and I'm going to pick uh, Knight yeah. from BLG. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and those Did, are my so, three LCK and LPL picks right there. 
Midnight yeah, so you Hades. win. Yeah. Okay. So Same exact thing, pretty much. Jumper support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So maybe we had more similar ideas than I thought. I- yeah. I'm really curious to see who you end up with then for jungle and and support. Yeah. Um, so I'm on my last pick now. Huh? No, I got two more. We got two more. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, it doesn't. I guess it doesn't matter that much at this point. I'm gonna take three six nine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And. For my jungler, I'm going to be taking El Yoya. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I didn't have him on my list. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I had, okay. Uh, for me, it was a real toss-up. I put Inspired, Blabber, and Yike. Okay. And I, I considered having El Yoya on my list, and I totally get why you do. But I, I think... Yike performed a little better than El Yoya did over the mm. course of the, the LEC split. And I actually think that Jungle is one of the strongest roles in the LCS. Um, I think River, Blabber, Inspired, and Contracts are all, like, th- they were all junglers that I was looking at when I was yeah. picking out my draft. Yeah, no, for sure. I thought El Yoya just had a really good split. And yeah. I'd love to see what he can do with, the types of players around him that I have already. So I was like, oh, surely he doesn't perform worse, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he'll, hey, he'll elevate a little bit even more. So if he can do what he did with four rookies, what can he do with four, you know, mega veterans? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> who do you have? Okay, so is it your bot lane? Yeah, I just got yeah. ADC left. Um, this was another really tough one for me because, I mean, like, I wanted to go ruler, for example, but, like, mm-hmm. I, I can't go ruler. I had pays on my list as well. Um, but, like, Viper's gone. Deft is gone. Jackie, Jackie Love is Love. gone. It's like yeah. <laughs> all the obvious picks are gone. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go Elk. Yeah. I I trust in, in BLG. I think all the players on BL, BLG are playing you know out of their minds right now so i'm gonna go elk yeah i think top and bot were the two where there's two pretty obvious picks for sure yeah (laughs) and it's just a trade for those two i think mid is is fairly in that ballpark too i mean did you did you have chovy as one of your mids yeah i had knight chovy and then caps so oh interesting okay yeah it was gonna come up come down to who you were picking throughout yeah but I'm pretty so you, happy. You have one I'm pick at. left too, right? I do, yeah. It's my support. And I'm going a little off the board here. I'm going to Alvaro. Oh, baby. Oh, you are. I thought about that. That's interesting. <laughs> so that's really interesting. To me, Pays is a really aggressive bot laner. Okay. But he's also really fundamental. And I think Alvaro would really mesh well with how Pays plays, at least their play styles. Because yeah. Alvaro with his engaged champs, I mean, we saw what Pays could do with Delight last year. Right. And I think Alvaro's kind of in that same ballpark as, you know, an engaged support kind of kind of guy for sure. Yeah. So I thought there were, aside from the language barriers, there would be a good amount of synergy there. So what's interesting to me is that both of us ended up with uh, jungle support pairings from the top two teams in the LEC. Yeah. <laughs> And no um, one from LCS. <laughs> and no one from LCS. I really considered Inspired and Blabber. I really was thinking. And then, actually, my second support pick, if it wasn't Mickey, it was going to be Vulcan. Um, okay. I know that the the bot lane for C9 has not been playing that well right 
right now, but mm-hmm. I just, I have so much faith in Vulcan. I think he's one of the best supports the LCS has ever seen. So uh, he, it was going to be either Mickey or Vulcan, but I, I could totally see Alvaro. I just, I don't know. I didn't have the faith to trust a rookie on this yeah. uh, world's winning team. <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I was That's just hoping- funny. Yeah, that pays Alvaro synergy is going to come through, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, the classic pays Alvaro synergy. <laughs> uh, everyone talks about, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so g- give me the rundown. Who are who are your five picks? So I have Ben, Ilyoya, Knight, Pays, and Alvaro. Yeah. And then who do you got? I went 369, Yike, Chovy, Elk, Mickey, Mickey. X. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want there are a lot of similarities there pretty much. There are. Uh, yeah. The only, a lot of trades. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. As far as who would win worlds, that's that's for you guys to decide, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if our two teams went against each other in the world's finals, who's taking it? That's my question. Yeah. I think we both cooked up some pretty solid squads actually. No fire alarms yeah. going off here. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. Let us yeah. know in the comments. Did we did we burn the house down, or is there maybe uh, some edible food there? I don't know. <laughs> and who would you guys pick if you guys could draft yeah. your own team? We we'd love to hear your guys' thoughts as well because this is super yeah. fun for us. And who knows? Maybe you guys have some other opinions out there. I, I think it's surprisingly difficult too. If anyone takes us up on this and does their own draft of it. Um, even if you're just drafting against us or drafting against yourself or whatever it is, I think it's going to be surprisingly difficult with, with the, we, we didn't even put that many limitations on it, but with the limitations that are on it. So, uh, no world's winners, only three players from the LPL and the LCK, two of them have to come from the LCS or the LEC. Uh, was that it? I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So even with just, just those stipulations, it narrows down um, the pool pretty good. <laughs> it, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot off the table. But I think there's also a lot of picks that we left out there that oh. easily could have ended up on these lists, especially if you're going to take different players from different roles than, mm-hmm. than we did. Because we both win jungle support for the West. Yeah. But if you switch that up and he went mid from the West or um, – I think there's some really good Eastern junglers as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we didn't even talk about uh, Jun or Kanavi. Yeah. Peanut, we left yeah. Peanut entirely on the table. I can't believe that guy hasn't won Worlds. Oh, I know. You got to feel for the guy. He's been around for so long. So long. And he's been so good for so long. Yeah. Always a top tier jungler. He's been on some really solid teams too. Yeah. Just I mean, can never get it done. He was the player I think that I was most surprised was on the table. And like I didn't end up picking him just because I felt like I needed to prioritize solo lanes and ADC because I feel like those are where the biggest gaps are. Mm-hmm. But like when I was looking through all the players that had won worlds and, and the ones who are still on the table, I think Peanut was by far the biggest surprise to me because I just I hadn't thought about that, but Peanut has not won worlds. Yeah. I mean you think of all the players that have come out of the LCK and you almost expect Peanut to have at least one under his under his belt, right? But right, plenty yeah. of LCK titles, <laughs> and and no world's title. He must have an MSI title, right? Does, does he? he? I think I think he does. Uh, does he? I'm trying to know, think actually. now, because it's usually the LPL actually wins MSI. Yeah, We've had several I, yeah, actually, RNG, RNG wins. had like. 
Yeah. They had that crazy run. Let me see. They, they his... three-peated, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they were they were going stupid at MSI. Yeah. Uh, even last year, they won it. No, no, no. Never mind. Not last year. JDG won JDG it. JDG won it. The year before year. that, they beat T1 yeah. in the final. Yeah. No, it doesn't so look we... like he has one. He's actually That's only been crazy. once. He's only been once? G. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that that to me is is the most surprising player that was on this list is that Peanut has not won an MSI or a Worlds. And now hearing that he's only been to MSI once, that's that feels like a robbery. I yeah. mean like, no, I, yeah, that's crazy actually. I'm looking through his stuff right now. He's only been one time, it looks like. Oh no, twice. No, three times. Oh wait, okay, he has one. He won with he won with T one. I'm tripping. Oh, I forgot but he was on go... T one. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. He okay. He was on that team with uh with Hooney, Bang and Wolf. So you have to take it all the way back to twenty seventeen. <laughs> wow. But Okay. Wow. Still. So the the last five minutes of us talking out of our ass was for absolutely nothing. We were just <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so it looks like Peanut all he needs is a world's title and Okay. And yeah, that's his one roadblock there. That does make me feel better a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, he is one of those he's been around for so long. And that yeah. type of longevity, you don't really see that in League of Legends. I, so. I had always just kind of assumed that he had won worlds because it's uh -huh. like every season he's relevant and yeah. he's been on like every top lck team so i'm like yeah. I, I just kind of had assumed but it, it's like chovy you know where it's like it, it would make sense for chovy to have won worlds but he hasn't mm -hmm. so i think it'll happen i, yeah. I think chovy will win worlds at some point oh, I, I, I hope peanut does i don't know if he will but i hope he does yeah i know peanuts coming up on age soon yeah so we'll see how that goes but i think yeah, Chovy for sure, especially now that he has exemption, he could go for as long as he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of LCK then, uh, I sure. don't know too much this week from the LCK, but every favorite one, except for the team that I was so high on, Kwandong Freaks. <laughs> they went 0-2 this week. <laughs> <laughs> we we need to start a new movement that's like, hashtag stop grace and takes or something <laughs> it's it's crazy how often these takes are I don't like last more than a week every single team that i say is gonna be good so we talked like... about we talked about uh what, what was his name it's it's shakarez or it's shakarez or yeah. i don't know exactly how to pronounce it but we, uh -huh. we talked about him last week and how he got like every prediction wrong for like two weeks straight in the lec D don't listen to grayson ever <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I was so high on Kwandong. I'm still pretty high on them, but they they got slow. So for some reason, they played Bro twice this week. I've never, I don't know why. But, yeah, um, I was. Did they have to replay it? Because I was looking at that, and when you when you look it up on like Game of Legends, it's only showing the series once. Yeah. So what happened was okay. This is actually a really big deal because yeah, on Saturday night, I want to yeah Saturday night. Um, drx and d plus were playing oh my god for like seven hours or yeah something, right? so the lck got ddosed apparently and they were like okay we're like we're gonna play out the rest of this series after like a six hour break and dk d plus ended up winning that and then what they did was like we're gonna postpone 
this Kwandong Freaks bro uh, bro series yeah. until like future notice. They're like, we'll post on our social media when this match is going to be. And what they did instead was they played the match out in secret so that no one no one would know that it was playing. Oh, and so they wouldn't get DDoS, and they all played from their like respective uh, team facilities. And what they did was they just recorded it and then restreamed it on Sunday night. But both times, bro, two one Kwandong freaks. But I'm putting yeah. an asterisk on uh, on the second one because it wasn't a stage game. So did they did they actually play two best of three series then? Yeah, they actually what? played two. So the, did they play one online and one in person? Yeah. Or did they yeah, play exactly? Oh, interesting. So the one that they were supposed to have on Saturday night, they just they postponed it. But in reality, they just played it out. I, I'm gonna say that same day. And oh, just interesting. Recorded it and then streamed it the next day. But they did it like for security purposes. Yeah. 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 But well. Yeah, I don't know. They rip, should be seven KDF. three right now, but instead they're tied with D plus at five and five. So, yep. I don't know. I think maybe they look a little. They looked complacent. Like they looked like, oh yeah, we're like a top team now, and they kind of looked, you know, a little cocky. Maybe you yeah. go in two games versus Bro on the week, and you're like, okay, sweet, we're gonna come out seven and three, right. and the opposite happened. So not so much. Yeah. LCK yeah. was, you know, it was interesting this week, especially with those DDoSs. The telecom war was more like a telecom beating. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love KT, but damn. <laughs> yeah, T1's just yeah. different, bro. I don't know. I know. I don't think there's much you can do against those guys. T1 and Genji, like, those guys look pretty unreal. Yeah. Here's a, a quick fact about the telecom war, though. I saw a post, I think it was on Twitter, that was saying, we're coming up on 20 years of the telecom war. 20 like if years. You, if you trace it all the way back, I don't remember the first game that they played, but like it's not in league, obviously. League hasn't yeah. been a lot, uh, around that long. Yeah. But if you track the history of both T1 and KT, like the the, the esports organizations, yeah. it's been almost 20 years of games between the, the two. I think the first time they played against each other was in like, 2005 or something wow. like that or maybe it was like late 2004 what so do you it's think been about, was that like on dota probably i don't think it was i think it was on like um oh like brood war or <laughs> one you know one of the the those games i don't think it was dota because i think dota wasn't around back then either oh, i think okay, it, yeah. it was like an early early esport damn that's i crazy. should know but i don't yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah 20 years is 20 wild. years is nuts uh, i don't really have much else to say about that that's just crazy yeah. 20 years is like big number <laughs> yeah yeah especially in esports it's cool having that type of history though that's awesome it is yeah. yeah yeah it's cool that we're starting to get into the era of like i don't i don't even know exactly what to call it but like we're starting to see like these big milestones start to happen mm -hmm. because esports is like such a new thing. I mean, you look at traditional sports and anytime like any two teams play, there's like years and years of stats between the two and there's like stuff to compare. Mm -hmm. But with esports, there are some teams that have only played each other like a couple times, you know, yeah. especially because teams cycle in and out so frequently. So mm -hmm. it's cool that we're starting to have like, 
you know, two decades of, of the telecom war or whatever it is, you know, like it, it's cool to start seeing some of these really established teams start to have real history. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I think every single region now has like those set teams, maybe not set teams, but those franchises that are, they've been around and they're going to be around for the next, you know, however long. Right. Yeah. T1 and KT are great examples of that for sure. Yeah. And then you got like Fnatic G2, right? And the LEC. Like those guys are are never leaving. No. L- LCS, like C9, probably never going to yeah, leave. I guess C9 and TL. But I mean, like everyone thought it was going to be TSM. Yeah. You know, it was, it was always TSM until they decided to leave. And now no one's heard from them in a while. Yeah. But yeah, I guess, I guess it's C9 and TL now. Mm-hmm. LPL, there's yeah. a little bit more turnover, I'd say. But I mean, that, that whole region's growing super fast as well so yeah yeah that's awesome to see and, and there's some lpl teams that have been around for a while right like team we has been around for a long time mm-hmm. i want to say edg and ig have been along for been, yeah. been around for a while yeah that's um, true. so there, there are some teams that have been around for a minute yeah it's just a lot of turnover with like sponsors and whatnot right like gen g yeah. for example like i think they're gonna be a household name for the future but those guys came from samsung galaxy right Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's that's awesome. Like just seeing the growth of the sport is something I think we get to relish and take in because this is like our age of being able to see esports really grow, especially with the growth yeah. of technology and whatnot within our own lifetimes. Yeah. I think it's gonna be awesome to see how it all moves forward in the future. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see what the future of esports looks like. I don't really have much else, honestly yeah no this is a a little bit of a shorter episode but i mean two leagues were offline so yeah there's gonna be plenty of stuff for next week with the lcs coming back this weekend there's still plenty of banger games in the lck and the lpl i know genji does play kwandong freak so you know i'm gonna be up for that one (laughs) (laughs) watch him lose again (laughs) whoa 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 whoa. We'll see. We don't need to. We don't need to jump the jump the horn on that one. <laughs> well, uh, thank you everyone for tuning in to episode seven now of the All Chat League of Legends esports podcast. Uh, as always, you can find us on pretty much any social media that that you're on. So check us out on all podcasting platforms: Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, we have our YouTube channel where we post both long form and short form content in uh, shorts. That's also just at all chat, LOL. Uh, check us out on Instagram, also at all chat, LOL. And we have a Twitter and a TikTok. So come check us out and we'd love to hear from you. Let us know if you have any suggestions for the podcast. Let us know uh, what your draft looks like. We would love to hear your draft uh, oh, ideas. Yeah. And uh, that's it. We're signing off. Oh, yeah. By the fans for the fans. We'll see you all next week. By the fans for the fans. See you. <laughs>